0: Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt, to side hustles, to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. Yeah, this stuff gets pretty confusing. That's why we're dealing with it today on the College Investor Audio Show. Capital gains tax brackets for 2020, what they are, and their rates. So there are two capital gains tax categories, short-term and long-term capital gains tax brackets. Long-term investments pay less in taxes. These are investments that you typically hold for longer than one year. Short-term investments are taxed at your regular income rate. So let's break down what the capital gains tax brackets look like, the income cutoffs and more. All right, so first let's ask the question, what are capital gains? And here's the answer. (laughs) So when you sell a stock for a profit, you realize a capital gain. Basically, when most assets are sold for a profit, a capital gain is generated. Profits or gains are taxable, of course. How much you'll pay depends on a number of factors, including the current tax brackets, which change periodically. Personal assets and investments are called capital assets. This includes your home, car, investments, recreational vehicle, and more. IRS topic number 409, It's Not a Window Cleaner, covers these items in more detail. A capital gain or capital loss is based on the difference between the asset sale and your adjusted basis, which is referenced in IRS Publication 551. They have such fun names for their stuff. 2020 Capital Gains Tax Brackets There are two main categories for capital gains, short and long-term. Short-term capital gains are taxed at your ordinary income tax rate. Long-term cap gains are taxed at only three rates. 0% – that's a winner for me, I I would like that one – 15% and 20%. The actual rates didn't change for 2020. But the income brackets did adjust slightly, which they tend to do. Short-term capital gains rates – Take a look at those. Now, for short-term gains, it's like 10, 12, 22, 24, 32, 35, and 37%. Short-term gains are for assets held for one year or less. It includes short-term stock holdings and short-term collectibles. The long-term capital gains rates are kind of like the short-term gains, but there are four filing categories: there's single, married and filing jointly, head of household, and married and filing separately. The amount of taxes paid is based on income. And by the way, we have this amazing 2020 short-term capital gains tax brackets all lined up for you. A nice chart at the Collegeinvestor.com. And I'll get to that at the end of the podcast, so I'll tell you how to get to that as well. The brackets are adjusted slightly upwards for this year for the long-term capital gains rates. Long-term gains are those on assets held for over a year. And we have another lovely chart. This one is a little bit smaller because there's only tax brackets for 0%, 15%, and 20%. And you can find that chart for the long-term capital gains tax brackets at CollegeInvestor.com. Net investment income tax. Medicare tax. Okay, so the net investment income tax, or N-I-I-T, nit if you will, is, a, is the Medicare tax. It applies at a rate of 3.8% to certain net investment income of individuals, estates, and trusts that have income above the statutory threshold limits. That's a lot of fun vocabulary there. In general, investment income includes, but is not limited to, interest, dividends, capital gains, rental and royalty income, non-qualified annuities, income from businesses involved in trading of financial instruments, or commodities in businesses that are passive activities to the taxpayer. That might be a little bit confusing, but it re- basically individuals will owe the tax if they have net investment income of any of those categories. And another lovely chart for you is found at the collegeinvestor.com. Now, collectible long-term capital gains rate. If you hold collectibles over a year, they are always taxed at 28%. Now, this includes gold and silver, artwork, rare coins, rare stamps even, if you will, if you're a coin stamp collector. I know there's a little rift between you two. (laughs) Just kidding. Antiques are another one of these and a whole lot more categories for this. But again, for collectibles, it's always 28% capital gains tax. All right, now, so let's do some calculating a little bit here, the best we can on a podcast, but how to calculate capital gains and losses. Now, you can have a capital gain from the profitable sale of an asset. You can also have a capital loss from the sale of an asset below your purchase price or adjusted basis. As an example, say you buy and sell stock in the same year up to November. Your trading has netted $10,000 in profits. Ding ding ding. Congrats. These profits are classified as short-term gains because they're less than a year old. Then in December of the same year, you sell more stock for a loss of 3,000. Boo. Your capital gain is reduced to $7,000. A different investor buys and sells some stock during a year and manages to lose $5,000. What were you doing, dude? This investor has a capital loss of 5,000 bucks but can only declare $3000 1500 if married filing separately for the current year what happens to the remaining 2 grand so the $2000 capital loss in the in the this $5000 example is carried over to the next year It can be applied as a capital loss. Using another example, let's check this one out. Our investor, Bob, if you will, has a capital gain of $10,000 in the next year. Well done, Bob. Now, he can offset this gain and reduce the taxes by the amount carried over from the previous year, which was $2,000. So, the new capital gain for Bob is then $8,000. Not too shabby. Unlike ordinary income, capital gains are flat taxed since the tax is just calculated one time. And when you take a look at the tax bracket breakdown, you can see this when you check out the collegeinvestor.com and see the actual charts. It will make more sense. Um... If you are single and make a $45,000 capital gain, by the way, your long-term capital gains tax bracket is 15%. So you will then pay $6,250 or, you know, $45,000 times 0.15 in taxes on this particular gain. Now let's talk about how to reduce your taxes because everybody hates paying taxes. Everyone is looking for ways to reduce them. Seriously, I can be that generalistic. Everybody hates taxes. Come on, we can agree on that. There (laughs) There are a few ways that you can reduce your capital gains taxes. Keeping your investments for at least a year is one way to do it. If you hold your investments for at least one year before you sell them, you'll be able to take advantage of long term gains. You can use a robo advisor. They've become very popular. We've done multiple podcasts and have tons of reviews on these, by the way, too. While they haven't yet replaced financial advisors, oh, and I say yet, yikes, for most people, they can help save on taxes. Robo-advisors use a method called tax loss harvesting. By selling losers, gains on winners are offset. Of course, you can perform tax-loss harvesting, you know, manually. Tax-loss harvesting, I should say, manually. However, robo-advisors make this task so easy through the use of automation. It seems there is nowhere to hide from taxes. (laughs) But arming yourself with knowledge about capital gains taxes can really help you save money. We've already seen a few practical tips. Your accountant is likely to have more. We do love real people accountants, by the way, not just robots. <laughs> Ask your accountant questions throughout the year so you can get set up for maximizing capital gains tax reductions. Okay, so that's all we have today. I realize some of that stuff could be a little bit confusing, so you can actually see it in writing and all of the different charts and a bunch of resources at the CollegeInvestor.com. Type this in the search bar, capital gains tax brackets and you'll find it and we love that you stopped by today thank you so much for joining us if you found this helpful you want to share it with somebody else go ahead and do it we're just helping other people be successful too with their money that's what it's all about thanks again and we'll talk to you again very soon